From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. So we don't, we don't know when the CFL season is going to start, but it doesn't stop us from talking football here on Sports Talk with Jock. Real pleasure tonight to be joined by a member of your Calgary Stampeders. He's a great cup champion. He's also part of the coaching staff. Uh, third-year coach Josh Bell joining us tonight from Dallas. Mr. Bell, how are you? Are you staying safe and healthy? Josh, I'm pretty good. I, I'm extremely safe. I'm healthy and I'm I'm basking in the sun right now. <laughs> well, you know, hey, we we got snow falling in Calgary today, so but it's going to be nice this weekend, so we got that going for us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What are you supposed to get up to? <laughs> well, I think we're going to get up to thirteen or fourteen. I'm hearing. So, hey, we we've had a, we've had an extended winter. Not much we can do right now. So, okay. okay how yeah, how hot is it in Dallas? Good. How hot is it in Dallas? Oh. Let me see if I can make it make sense. We've been having a cooler. Should I say? Let me let me be respectful of Calgary. We've had a cooler spring. Okay. Uh, r- right now it's about fifteen. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's been about fifteen, fifteen to twenty. You know, it's been that's pleasant. Twenty-five. That's... Oh, okay. Twenty-five is hot for me, but uh, fifteen, twenty—that's that's nice and pleasant. That's good weather. Uh, what what are you doing in isolation? Uh, you know, I, I know players are working out. Uh, d- does the coach uh, still get the odd workout in? Oh, without a doubt, yeah, without <laughs> a doubt, I'm always doing something. So right now we have a trail that's probably about three and a half miles hills, and me and the wife get on there and we run until our heart is content. We work out, do a little workout on the street. I'm actually doing a lot of the same things I did as a player because I like to work out in the street sometimes at whatever hour. So kind of an eyeball that way. So this doesn't bother me at all. Whenever I feel the need, I step out the house and go work out. <laughs> Who's the athlete in your family, you or your wife? Did, does she does she, uh, does she she outperform you? Oh, um, well, she is a, a D1 scholarship athlete track and field athlete for the University of Arkansas. <laughs> so she can she can so, reel. She can wheel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She ran faster than I ever could in high school. <laughs> don't tell too many people about that. Okay, I well, that, I, I can understand that. Uh, she went to Arkansas. So I, I've never asked you this. How did you meet your wife? Well, I've been knowing her for, uh, I mean, I, I grew up with her family. I graduated with her sister, and I played little league football with her first cousin. Okay. That's like a brother too. So I've been knowing their entire family my entire life. And we've been close friends for over 10 years. So it was just a natural. She's an athlete. Yeah, you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. And she's friends with my brother. So it's like she was always around, and it's like we became friends. And then it was like, ah, hey, well, let's try this couple thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad it worked out for you for sure. Uh, well, as I said off the top, we, we don't know when the CFL season is is going to start, but it doesn't stop us from from talking a little football. And, and and you know what's interesting, Josh? I wanted to bring you on tonight for for a couple of different reasons because you know number one is the secondary. I think was the, the strength of the Calgary Stampeders last year. Although this year there, there's a lot of unknowns. You know, Trey Roberson no longer around. Brandon Smith retired. Deshaun Amos uh, given the NFL uh, you know a, a kick as well. Uh, it's going to be a different look, but you, you still feel pretty good about the pieces you got back there? Well, Jock, first off, I'd like to say thank you for, for giving me an anxiety attack right now <laughs> by telling me about all of the guys that I don't have. <laughs> because because that, is a, 
when you get to a certain point off season, you hit, you know, Brandon Smith is retiring. That's already, you know, that's one of my favorites. So I'm terrified yeah. of that. But then I believe we have Raheem Wilson, who I want to try to get some reps and get moving around in our secondary because he played four different positions for us last year. And this year going forward, I think he's listened and learned enough from Brandon Smith to kind of fall into that role and sprinkle his own touch on it. But I do believe that, you know, that that we got Raheem Wilson. Okay, I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, Trey Robeson leaving. You can't replace Trey Robeson and, and you know, the the impact that he had for us last year. Deshaun Amos, that he was so steady and got better every game and every week last season that it's very hard to replace those guys. But in this profession, there are a lot of guys that are available to play football, and they can play football at a very high level. So I'm confident in, I mean, I'm a stampede. I believe in Coach Huff, first and foremost. I believe in Coach Dave Dickinson. I believe in Brent Monson. Kill them. The guys, Brent Mahoney, those guys in the staffing department and the scouting department to be able to find the guys that we need to replace those guys that we don't have. And then they, they throw them all to me, the chef, and I'm supposed to stir it up and make it taste good. So I'm, <laughs> I'm confident that the chef can do what he needs to do to kind of get those guys in. We got guys like Jamal Wall, you know, Royce Metier, uh, Raheem Wilson already spoke about, Rob Daniel. We have guys in the building that can play. Yeah. And so that, that will step up and expand their role on our, de- on our team and in our secondary. But they'll pass on what we lost to the new guys that fill in those positions, and we'll be just fine. Well, you're right. And, and, and a couple of free agent signings by Huff, too, with uh, Richard Leonard, who was a CFL All-Star, and, and, and Brandon Dozier, who played for the BC Lions last year. So, so there's some veterans you know, coming in to, to replace. As you say, you can't replace Trey or you can't replace Deshaun because they, they are studs. And, 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 and you mentioned it. You know, even Smitty, you know, he, he was your leader back there. You know, he, he was the glue that kept everything together. Who, who's going to have to replace that role? Who's going to be your leader back there? Uh, it, it's Jamal Wall. Wall is naturally the guy okay. because he is the old man in the room. He does have that 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 ability to be vocal and be the rebellious guy against the coach at times and say, no, nah, coach, we don't think that's going to work. We think this is going to work. So we want to try this first. So Jamal Wall is going to step into that role. He's already in that role with Smitty. They were kind of like double man twins for us. Uh, and then as he goes forward, I think Royce Metchie, Metier will do a lot more this year. I expect him to step up into that leadership role. Uh, he did it and played a great season. I think he had a great gro- uh, uh, year of growth last year, made good plays. And I think this year he takes over and not only takes over our secondary, but he also takes over the CFL as well. Well, and that's a lot to ask for a young guy because Royce is still pretty young. Yes, he is. He's very young, but he demands it of himself. Not just me, but he has that that natural ability to be a leader okay. and to be an example first and foremost because he's a worker. I mean, he's an extreme worker. He's cerebral. He studies. He understands the mind of the coach. Not only me, but also Brent Monson. He 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 likes to understand that so that way he can regurgitate as much as he can and learn as much as he can uh, to be able to speak it to his teammates mm-hmm. as he as he's on the field. And so I'm excited to see him grow in this third season. 
Uh, Josh Bell, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Of course, he is your DB coach for the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, you mentioned the name Rob Daniel, and 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 I'm not sure what Rob Daniel is because he just couldn't stay healthy last year. And and, and I guess you know until he gets healthy, uh, then I guess fans like myself will be able to figure out what Rob Daniel is. You you know the player better than I do. What is Rob Daniel? Well, we like to call him Coach Rob. <laughs> we like to call him Coach Rob, and that's from the DB coach himself. I call him Coach Rob because he's a technician. He has a high standard, and he came into our room with that high standard of football play. You might make an interception, but he said, well, you know, you, well, you, you work too hard on that play. So I love him and his perspective, how he infects the younger guys because Rob is a little bit older. But if nobody knows what he is or who he is as a player, he played three games last year. I know he got three starts last season. Yeah. Excuse me, maybe not three starts, but he got three games where he got in. He got interceptions in all three of those games. Right. One in a start for Jamal Wall, and he had two at field corner. And he can get the ball. He's a big physical physical guy, and he's a hardworking guy. You can I don't know too many people that can outwork Coach Rob. Yeah. So if you see him more and more, and all I love him because he paints the face. You know, <laughs> he paints the face a little bit. He has that personal edge that he has, and I think the second year in the CFL, especially in our secondary, he'll be a monster for us. Well, what what do you know about Richard Leonard? You, you know, you've seen him on tape. Uh, you know, you, you probably haven't really had a chance to sit down and, and chat with him one-on-one because uh, of what's going on in the world right now, but, uh, uh, you know, he, he brings a nice resume to the team. Oh, oh well, in the, in the words of old ball coach in Texas, Richard Leonard can get that ball. That's the one thing that we know about Richard Leonard, and that's the one thing that we led the league in last year with interceptions as a as a defense. He brings us that element into our secondary that that if you make a mistake where Richard Leonard is, he'll make you pay. He's a he's a ball hawking defensive back that brings that veteran savvy. We actually signed Emmanuel Davis a couple of years ago, and Richard Leonard was his replacement, right. and we won a, we won a great cup with. Emmanuel Davis playing at the field half and hoping uh, Richard Leonard could come in and we had that same that same uh, result that we did with, with Chop, as we like to call him. <laughs> uh, there, there's another kid that the Calgary Stampeders signed, and, and I don't think a lot of fans know about him, but but Ashton Lampkin. Now, he, he played college ball at Oklahoma State. You know, he's had cups of coffees in the NFL with Kansas City, the Browns, the Redskins. Understand he's got some wheels. He can, uh, he can can He's a pretty good returner in college as well. Um, you know, and, and that's just one of the, the new names. Once, once training camp gets rolling along uh, uh what can you tell us about the, this young man well lampkin with me being a big 12 man first and foremost i, I i'm not a big fan of because he went to <laughs> oklahoma state go pokes <laughs> but but I, I i like his athleticism his ball skills his aggression he's had a lot of experience playing at a high level with with passing off pass first offenses to, in the big 12 uh, I like what he has. I can't wait to get him in the room. I want to say he's originally from Dallas or with the high school in the Dallas Metroplex area. Right. So, I, uh, so uh, maybe if we can uh, get away from this quarantine for a little bit, I might be able to 
see where he is and see and, and, and we can get some work in together yeah well that would be uh, that would be good uh, hey but before i let you go and it's always fun to talk some football uh, uh they're talking about maybe playing some nfl games without fans and, and and that could get you know professional sports back on track in in the states it would it would certainly be a different feel a different look i'm not sure that would work in the canadian football league but uh, you played in the nfl well well what do you think that would be like playing uh, playing a game in the nfl without fans um, you, you know what? I think it may actually help some players who actually, when the lights come on and the fans get in the bleachers, they struggle a little bit to step up to the plate. And, and you know that the people in the fan in the stands kind of bother some people, the crowd noise and things like that. We may see football played at its highest level with no fans in in, in the stands. But then you also, you know, we like to get the fans up and have the fans take you to another level that you've never seen before. So in the NFL, I don't know exactly what I'm excited more than anything to see what the difference would bring us result wise. I don't know what it would be, but I'm excited to see what it is, because these are I mean, we have some of the best athletes in North America playing football in the CFL and NFL. And we're gonna get a good product regardless yeah. of who's in the stands. And, and you're right. Every, every athlete is the prize. So, sorry, Josh. Every athlete is different, and every athlete, you know, gets themselves up in different ways. And part of getting yourself up is when you come into a stadium with fifty, sixty thousand people, and that that does jack up, you know, certain individuals, doesn't it? Oh, without a doubt, it'll have your armpit sweating before you even make it to the stadium. <laughs> Just the thought of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be very very interesting if in fact that uh, that does happen. Hey, I, I got to ask you too since you're down in the in, in the states, uh, uh, the XFL and 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 I feel bad for the XFL because you know it wasn't their fault this time around that they had to file for uh, for bankruptcy. The pandemic had a lot to do with that, obviously. Um, w- were you surprised when they filed for bankruptcy? And and just what, what were your thoughts on XFL 2.0? Uh, I, I actually was excited to see the XFL challenge, the CFL, you know, uh, with the level of play that they were put forward. I like the product that they put on the field. Uh, it's not a CFL product, but I think the rule changes that they used, they actually used a little bit from the CFL to make their game a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think they they sped up the, 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 the play clock to copy us because our, our play clock is, is the difference in our game and keeps our game extremely exciting. I think the XFL did a good level of research on our league, and it made the XFL 2.0 extremely exciting. And they had a lot of coaches from the CFL, like Jim Jones, who probably had the best team in the league. From and he, he coached in the CFL the past handful of years. Uh, even I just think it was a great thing to have. I, I feel sorry for him for not being able to make it after filing bankruptcy, and maybe somebody buys it and they keep going on, but. I, I like to stick my chest out a little bit and say, we are the CFL, and we don't have that that type of problem. Yeah, that even is, that, though the times are difficult. That that is that is so true. Hey, uh, back to the Stampeders just for a second. Uh, you know, you're in Dallas. You know, there, there's some in Calgary. There, you know, coaches all over the country right now. Uh, how are you staying in touch with uh, with Huff and Dickey and, and and the entire group? Well, we just actually did a, a meeting this morning. Did you? We're using technology to the best. I think this period of time actually helped us to speed up and catch up with the times, just period, football all over the world. Because you have to do more things uh, via FaceTime or video calls and things like that. 
And and I think that's just a sign of the times. So we really were already ready and prepared for this very well. And we've been rolling like nothing since we start since we stopped. Well, and, and that's what you got to do. It's, it's a new world we're living in. Hey, we could, we could talk football all night long. We really appreciate your time. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, hopefully we're going to see you back in Calgary uh, sooner rather than later. Most definitely, Jock. I appreciate you for having me on. Hopefully one time I get to be the host when you need a vacation. Or something. <laughs> Let me know if you need a day out. I, I tell you what, I think you could I think you could be the host of this show very, very easily. You could talk better than most. Uh, my friend, thank you very no, much for I your time. Do it. I can't do it like you, Jock. You the best. <laughs> you take care, my friend. All right. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Josh Bell, he is on fire. I. You know what? It's I'm biased, but I love talking to Josh Bell. You know, he's a character. He's quick-witted, and, and I think our listeners enjoyed that, too. I, I just got this one text, quote, I'm supposed to make it taste good. Great sense of humor, great interview. I appreciate that comment tonight on uh, the interview with uh, Josh Bell. Yeah, Wednesday night, I, I like to check in with the Calgary uh, Stampeders. We are the home of the Calgary Stampeders. And, again, we don't know when the CFL season is going to start. We don't even know if there is going to be a CFL season this year. But uh, we're going to stay on top of all the stories. And, of course, the CFL draft is coming up a little bit later on this month. Some hockey news for you as Bill Peters is back coaching, a former Flames coach, has signed a two-year deal in Russia. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We're going to be joined by Brendan Parker of Flames TV. And by the way, if you want the latest on COVID-19, if you want the latest developments, you can sign up for our newsletter at 770chqr.ca. Every weekday, get the latest COVID-19 email update. You can find the link to sign up for the newsletter on our homepage, and again, that homepage is 770chqr.ca, the latest on COVID-19. little Flames talk with Brendan Parker of Flames TV right around the corner. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Thanks for making this show part of your night on a Wednesday night. Partly cloudy and zero degrees in downtown Calgary. Good evening from Global News. It's 730. I'm Haley Jarmain. The ban on non-essential travel between Canada and the U.S. is set to expire next week, and U.S. President Donald Trump is suggesting that travel restrictions could be relaxed sooner rather than later. Trump says Canada is doing well in controlling the spread of COVID-19, and the border could be among the first to be released. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe has sent a letter to the Prime Minister saying the Premiers see no need to invoke the Federal Emergencies Act to deal with COVID-19. Moe sent the letter as chairman of the Council of the Federation formally saying no to any use of the act. His office says provinces and territories feel best equipped to handle the pandemic under their own jurisdictions. Partly cloudy tonight. We could still see some flurries or showers as we drop down to a low of minus 6 overnight. All that should clear up before tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow we are expecting a high of 9 with a mainly sunny sky. It is zero degrees. Breaking news when it happens. Our next scheduled news happens at 8 o'clock. I'm Haley Jarmaine.